Hey everybody, welcome to episode 2 of Eye for an Eye, the commentary! Woo! With the... Wait, wait, wait. With you, there are me, Christy, and Alexio. Yes, me, yes. Alexio. We are not robot. We, we speak good English. We speak good, good English. Anyway. So, we have, like, five extra minutes to talk this time. Oh, no, three extra minutes, because it just happened to be three minutes longer than the last episode. Or maybe four. I can't remember. Well, I'm wasting long. it all. <laughs> you, you, you're wasting it all babbling. Shut up. Sorry, folks. So, anyway, um, what I forgot to comment on last time was that uh, the character of the narrator, as um, we had mentioned, you know wasn't there in the beginning and the reason we decided to put it in is because um captain john the uh guy who runs misfits um he suggested that we have a narrator because it got to episode three and he was like it's not really clear where they are right now so maybe you should put in a narrator to do that eye for an eye again uh it was originally intended to be a visual thing as in a comic form or even like a movie or animation or something if we ever got that much or a novel time. even which, or a novel you know i don't know it it audio never really occurred to me when i was figuring it out because well, it's one of the least used mediums sadly yeah but it's, yeah. it's making a comeback it is making a comeback thank god thank god um, but yeah, the addition of the narrator really sort of helped things along, and we got really, really super lucky with John Bell. John Bell! We worship the ground you step on. We're going to embarrass you even more by saying how much we love you. Yes, we love you, John Bell! <laughs> and, and I love you especially for, you know, having me email you in the middle of the night going, I need you to send me this! And you getting back super quick. That's why he's so awesome. Yeah. Totally awesome. Yeah. Okay, so... Anyway, so this episode... Escapes. Escapes, yes. Where everyone must escape somewhere <laughs> to somewhere else. Or, you know, want desperately to escape. This is true. So, the characters we have right now are Asha and Reese. And Asha was created um, in, um, in tribute to one of my best friends in high school who um, was a brilliant writer and everything, and she actually pretty much wrote this entire scene uh, four years ago? Five? Six? It feels like four, longer than four. that. It was four. Four? I think so. Are you sure? No. It seemed like freshman year. So that was six no, the, years ago. No, sophomore. So, okay, then it was five years ago. Five years ago. There. We figured it out. Who's keeping track? Not us! <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah. I, I love this scene to death, and it was my favorite thing to draw when the comic when I was doing the comic version of it, and um, it <laughs> it's so ridiculous mm -hmm. because Asha's just a complete parody of every fangirl out there, and that's what I love most about her. She's completely obsessive. This is true. She's obsessive. She's pretty. She's got money and power. She's spoiled beyond all reason and belief. And she's almost a Mary Sue, except. Nobody likes her. <laughs> it's it's really quite true. And then there's Reese, who is a Gary Stu, I guess, because he's so freaking pretty and everything. Everyone loves him. Yep. And everyone has some sort of connection to him. Mm-hmm. So. Him and him and Kryda. Like Krita. like uh, John just said, he and Kryda have very similar fates. I mean, they both get tripped on while they're completely out of touch with their former lives, mm -hmm. and then they're taken back and taken care of. If you can call it that on Asha's <laughs> part. 
But you know, sometimes it's okay to have Mary Sue's if they're really, really good ones. You know? Yeah. Like I think Crida is a complete Mary Sue. She is, but she makes it amazing because she's not she's not particularly trying to fall in love with everyone. She's just sort of going with the flow and she's just like, Oh <laughs> And <"Oi."> even then <laughs> I'm missing an oi. Well, yeah. that's that. <laughs> when uh since she doesn't have her memory or anything, you know, when she finally does meet up with everyone, she doesn't really remember anything. And it I think it it's actually pretty funny when she meets Reese, but yes. And here's uh Krada and Eric bacon to each other. What? Christy broke something. No, water bottles fell and hit uh All you need is love chimes. Yes. Anyway, no one can see what the hell we're doing over here. <laughs> no, but they can hear it. Oh, yes. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, this part was originally going to be in episode one, but then I needed to have her leave, and I was like, crap, this doesn't really work within the timeline if I have it in the first episode, so I put it in this one. So yeah. It's, it's highly awkward, because that's just the kind of people they are. It really is. <laughs> and, uh... I'm so, so sorry about Eric's lines in this scene because I was trying to clean up the background uh, noise and I did it wrong. And because it's so quiet, I kind of made it sound bad and I'm really sorry about that. It's okay. The scene's out there and people can understand him. <laughs> you can only do so much when everyone is, you know, across the countries and galaxies and moons and stars and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Can't keep a whole thing together. Yep. Um... <laughs> Eric never like we said last time I believe didn't really have much of a character so he <laughs> I realized as I started writing him out just how pathetic he was at port so he gets to grow as a character once he finally leaves port wasn't his design based off a failed Ewan McGregor drawing you tried to do yes that yes it was pretty yes he is him and his his mechal he's train spotting and being a Jedi and whatnot. <laughs> Heroin chic. <laughs> you know what you need for that? Heroin. <laughs> Sorry, inside jokes. Those are bad. So many. We really should plan these out a little more. Yeah. But we won't! Um, so right now, oh yeah. So, like we said last time also, um, there are certain scenes that I omitted from this. Well, the whole search for the hat, I... I don't know why, but I couldn't think of any other way to tie in the two scenes. And since I did it, like, after I'd already written the scenes and sent the lines out to everyone, uh, when I was giving the lines to John, I was like, okay, well, I'll have her get distracted. And that's how I made the excuse of her doing that. <laughs> she already looks enough like a boy. She didn't need to hunt down the uh, glue. Because that was before she came back home. And then, yeah. Although that was an ingenious plot. Yes, yes, it was. I want that wig up there. It's green and moldy. Are you really sure about- Yes! Get it for me. Climbs up the ladder. Yoink! Cry to yoinks the glue. And runs off. And then steals the hat. Do you have a knife? No. That was a very big hat. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh. Uh, so, funny thing about this coming up part. Um, I don't really know about what sound effects you would have for cutting hair. So, I'd make it. What I did to figure out the sound was, I cut my hair with a knife. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's what that sounds like. And then I went over and found one of my wigs, and I cut it. And it cut a little easier than my hair, which is kind of what I needed, because I didn't want to cut my hair. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sounded pretty much the same. So yeah, 
I'm cutting a wig. Which is actually made of plastic and oh, not hair. This was one of my favorite recording sessions ever. <laughs> I grabbed Alex's hair. And pulled. It was fun. And pushed. And punched. <laughs> and kicked. I did and this. Bit. Yeah. Oh my god, why? <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Most of my lines in this episode, as I hear them, are the ad-libbed lines I did after uh, recording the real ones in the script. So, I like ad-libs. They're funny. Yes, if any of our actors are listening to this, ad-lib. Please, ad-lib. They be, they're, they're just so funny. They, mm-hmm. they be. Scott Vinicom sent me a whole bunch of them, and it was great. And, <laughs> and, uh, Plus, it makes editing a lot more did. fun. Yeah, it breaks up the monotony of, of the lines, yeah. which is always, always a good thing. Always. So, please, throw in a present. <laughs> Keep our editors accent. happy. Uh, yes. Keep me very happy. Yeah, by editors, plural, we mean singular, Christy. I am several people. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's right. Um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Try not to sound too girly. I am all woman. Uh, that's the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> I'm so bad at sounding like a guy in this. I like how we tried out the different accents to figure out which one made me sound most like a guy. And then, you know, when I finally got to actually doing my lines, I didn't sound like a guy anymore. You sound enough like it. So you kind of sound like a young boy with a cold. Yeah, the, the whole reason, like, I don't harp upon it is because, um, what I've figured out from personal experience is that if you look the part, nobody will question it. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It's so much harder to come across, though, in an audio show, though. I know, I know. See, this is why this is a visual sort of thing, and it, yes, being that it is an audio show, she should sound like a guy. This is Alex's boyfriend. He's my boyfriend! Sorry, I'm really not that spastic, but I, yay! I haven't seen him in a couple days, so I'm just a little lonely. (laughs) So ronery. So ronery. Oh, Alex. Oh, yeah, I know. I need help. Anyway. So, Mac the Cook is, in fact, based off of Alex's boyfriend. Who is a real cook. Yes. And, um, so, it it got to writing its character, and Alex, or, Alex's boyfriend's a lot of, like, fun as a person, so I put him in. Okay. You know, if you sound bad as a boy in your opinion, oh my god, I just sound like a tranny. Or something like that. I You sound more, that, more like a guy than I do. I don't think so, honestly. I sound like a, a, the dude playing the dude disguises another dude, you know? <laughs> well, I don't know. It, it, either way, like, I like your boy voice, which is why whenever you sing um, uh, A Man's Gotta Do, it makes me really happy because you, <laughs> you do that, stand back, everyone, nothing here to see. And it's great. Yeah, um, that was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Talking about something completely unrelated, but listen to sing it if you want to find out. <laughs> and they won't have a link to that. Oh, yayness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Captain John. Um, Captain John is playing Captain Thorsar. And uh, he, um, he also suggested the characters of um, Captain Thorsar and of um, Tander Lewis. And um, when we held the auditions for him, he just had the perfect voice for it anyways, so mm-hmm. we're like, hey, you get to be him. It's that great, gruff, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in charge, but 
also, I just want my paycheck. <laughs> so He only had, like, really one contender, and we decided to save that voice for a very special character that very will appear special. in episode four. Are you sure? Episode four. Are you really sure? I'm really sure. Okay. So. Silence! I had fun doing all the special effects, or the um, sound effects in this, because when they're in the uh, ship, I'm using the sound of a desk and something else, um, which just so happened to sound like a boat. So I put them on either side. I panned them over. And so there's a whole bunch of depth to it. My only problem about this episode is that I might have gone a little too over the top with some of the sound effects, but... Well, you oh know, well. with anything, it's better to go over the top because then you can bring it back. Because that's in your range. But if you make it a lot softer, you can't get to that horribly over-the-top point, then it's a yeah. lot harder to reach that. So, you know, that's the great thing about it, though. <laughs> and, like, the levels kept changing in this episode. And, uh, I was just so distracted this month. I'll do better next month, I promise. Yes. At least this time there's no, like, random music cues showing up in the middle of things. <laughs> oh, well. Don't beat yourself up. You did a good job. <laughs> you did a good job, lassie. And we oh, all Alex. believe in you. I love how you say that line. I was like, I didn't really want to use it because it didn't fit, but I really liked how you said the line, so I kept I'm terrified. It. Are you saying we're on board with a bunch of pirates? I really need to rewrite that one part too, but alas, it's too late now. It's too late now. But it's still. Hopefully, the masses will like it. Yes. <laughs> What's unusual? What's unusual? Oh. This scene is so pointless. It's so funny because <laughs> when you use the lines that I don't ad-lib, Lexington is very, you know, oh, we must save the prince and this is wonderful and, you know, I am I have to play a boy and I'm serious and everything. But when you use my ad-libs, she mm -hmm. suddenly goes from, I'm going to be the heroine to, bah, 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 bah. What? What? Lexington just sort of, I think she's a bit bipolar. Yeah, she just comes from, off a bit. <laughs> from that whole thing. And I'm so sorry to the listeners for the next couple episodes, because Lexi's going to be kind of a biatch to people. Riley in particular. Riley, poor Riley in particular. I love you, Russell. It's nothing personal. Just Riley got on her nerves. I love you, Russell. That's Gold. okay. Riley gets back at Lex in episode four. Oh, <laughs> Yay. Um, per request of Alex. Mm-hmm. Actually, that wasn't the request of Alex. The request of Alex was to have more Russell. Which I, I was also a request on my behalf. Oh, this is Sam Haft. So we had originally cast somebody else as Stefan. And, um, well, he kind of didn't send me his lines and was really late with them and everything. I mean, he sent me his first batch. So I was like, I'll use them if I have to. But I'd li I'm would i down for consistency, right? Mm -hmm. It's a good thing to have. It's like those... Those subbed anime, or rather the dubbed animes, where like halfway through the first season, all of the voices change. Yeah, it's and it's ridiculous. so it's like you walk into a room and you think your family's there, but it's a bunch of creepy strangers <laughs> with knives. So yeah, I I didn't want to have like a sudden change in the voice. Given Sam sounded enough like the uh, other um, mm -hmm. voice actor, Sam's really talented. Yeah, Sam's voicing another character in this too. Because I keep double casting. No, Alex keeps double casting people, but it's because everybody's so good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. If you want to be part of the magic? Send in auditions. Yeah. Just send us 
talking. So yeah, <laughs> we have yeah. a couple of people that we're keeping in mind for like later stuff. Yes. Yeah, so don't just don't despair. <laughs> we we still love each and every one of you. You always sound ill. <laughs> well, it's 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 because I'm talking like this and I'm talking up in my nose and so I it, so blow your nose, <laughs> blow my nose. I ha I have to blow my nose. Can I have a tissue? Okay, Christy, the beer is in the pickup truck. Say it with me. The beer is in the pickup truck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's go hunting for some duck. Oh yeah. By the way, Sam. Um, if you're listening to this, which I doubt you are. Because you're so busy and awesome and everything. And, yeah. Um, and for anybody who's listening to this who's in the cast or in anybody's cast. Hi there! There's a reason we ask that you send in more than one take of each line. Especially when it, like, comes down to the thing where, uh, we directors are being bad and, you know, procrastinating. In which case, we don't have time to ask you for a new line. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it fit better with everything. It really does. If if you're pursuing a career in actual voiceover act talents, it's really, 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 really good practice to give more than one take because then you're able to sort of distinguish different inflections and different versions of mm -hmm. how you would say certain things, like the beer's in the pickup truck. The beer's in the pickup truck. The beer's in the pickup truck? You know, it gives it gives the editor and it gives the director and it gives us a lot more to work with. And mm -hmm. it also gives you, it, it, it showcases you and your talent, shows that, wow, this person can really pull this crap off. Yes. I'm impressed. And it makes it fit in with everybody else's talking, too, because you guys don't get to hear each other. I get to hear you. Exactly. And then I get to go, that doesn't really fit, but I have to use it. Anyway, so, rant done. <laughs> Just uh. a tip, if you're listening, darlings, if you're listening. <laughs> Oh man, another thing I'm going to mention because I just realized we're only like 17, 18 minutes in. This scene consists of um, where Lex and uh, Kryda meet up for the first time and ends when um, Eric um, says his last line after there, there's like a break in this and like the narrator talks two times in between in this scene mm -hmm. however this is one long freaking scene it is 16 minutes long and <laughs> ah it, it's beautiful though thank you i love you i appreciate that <laughs> this everything uh, i really do love that accent mm -hmm. and i love that every time that Kraya and eric interact it's like Oh gosh, are they falling in love? <laughs> it's oh. because when I first wrote them, they were going to fall in love. You sap. <laughs> uh, but, um, oh yeah, life, the universe, and everything. Totally how I get away with, you know, referencing Douglas Adams in the middle of a world that doesn't exist on this world. Yeah. <laughs> you clever, clever thing. Clever girl. Very, very clever. <laughs> I just remembered Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so for this part, um, because I realized that I didn't really want to make uh, Lexington stupid, I asked Alex in the middle of the night when she was super sick, can you please send me this line? <laughs> I hated you so much at that moment. I wanted yeah. to just walk right over to your house and slay you in the night. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. I appreciate my life. I know, I appreciate your life, too. <laughs> But yeah, it was two lines, so that's the reason they're a little quiet. I mm -hmm. did my best to boost them up, but... My microphone sucks, that's why I'm always over here. It's... <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's my baby! The monkey sounds like a, a 
a um, a dolphin in those first parts. Do you know how I, I only had three monkey sound effects? I was so annoyed. Find more. If anyone can do yeah. convincing monkey sound effects, go you ahead. You got and a part on in. the show. Yeah, please. Flynn is an integral part. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Listen. Listen. <laughs> oh my god, I love Tanner. We got, we got oh. Sam's um, auditions for this, and he just fit perfectly. So wonderfully. Sam, I love you. You're so, so cute. And yes, there are two Sams on this quest, and oh my god, that's confusing. Oh my quest. Sam Holloway. Quest, yes. <laughs> um, With a Q. Sam Quest. I mean, uh, Quest. Oh my god, sorry. I'm really not tired. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um... Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. I can't stop just having this motherly and sisterly affection for that little voice because it's just so cute and I wish my brothers I want to pinch his cheeks. I just wish my little brothers were cute like that, but no, they're like... I'm not bitter. Are you done yet? <laughs> no. Oh, my favorite line's coming up. That was an adorable little giggle. Wait, wait. No! Cutest thing a little boy could ever say. Get back here right now or I'll keel haul you. And it's even more adorable because he knows what it means. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although, from the sound of it, when he was reading the lines, he doesn't know what divine right is. <laughs> it's okay. Well, yeah, we'll I picked the everything. one that made it sound like it was actually true. <laughs> Thoughts, fears, and regrets. I still can't get over how much John Bell sounds like Riff Raff when he's doing this. It's like amazing. And he rocks for sending me as a birthday present, well, a mildly belated birthday present, um, a parody of um, uh, the Time Warp related to Eye for an Eye. So amazing. We we you might hear it one day. Yeah, I'll I'll ask John if um I can ask other if i can ask captain john to put it up on the uh, site it'll be fun um can they turn back <laughs> can they turn back <laughs> oh my god i love you dude <laughs> oh oh and here's me freaking out <laughs> it was great because half of alex's lines weren't freaking out i'm like no 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 i i like the freaking out give me the freaking out <laughs> he doesn't see me <laughs> That's the best thing about freaking out, because you don't have to make sense with your pitches and tones. Yes, you can just go. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out how I was going to do this part, because I'm like, I need him to be audible. I need uh, Riley to be audible in the background, but like, I, I can't make it too loud, mm -hmm. so I hope it worked out. But yeah, I was so sad that I so underused Russell Gold's talent in this episode. Russell, you're getting more lines because we freaking love you, dude. <laughs> you're the one trying to swim after a ship, Riley! That's that's an ad-lib. I think. Please sure. ad-lib. If you laughed at that line, then please, please <laughs> ad-lib. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of the narrator lines in this one sort of came off to me very Douglas Adams, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> very freaking happy about. You should be. You deserve it. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide is one of my favorite series. 
You fangirl. It's my favorite trilogy, especially since it comes in five parts. Trilogy in five parts. Wait, wait a second. Trilogy in Tri five parts. I'm gonna leave that alone for another metaphysical conversation. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, it's princey and crazy. Yay! Your prince has come. Not dirty. quite. Yeah, that really did sound dirty. What's wrong with you? We're not friends anymore. Damn it. <laughs> so, Save. I love Save. I love Elisa <laughs> because she's just so crazy. Yeah. But she's that cute kind of crazy. If you're familiar with um, Japanese stereotypes, uh, Elisa is very yandere. Which is sweet most of the time, but freaking crazy at moments. Yep. Homicidal. That's Lisa and that's Ave. Um, <laughs> the great thing about Elisa's lines was she was recording them the first time around. And I think she recorded this episode and last episode in the same batch. Mm -hmm. But episode three, um, she's like, I want to do it more Russian this time. So <laughs> her she's accent doing it changes. more Russian? Yeah, her accent changes a little bit, which I honestly don't care. We'll cause... say that it changes because she's always trying out different mixes of liquors. Mm, she just does whatever sounds creepiest <laughs> to her. Um, we will all become one with Sabe eventually. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the, um, uh, this part I was like, crap. GarageBand only lets me put one effect on a. Uh, on a thingy because I'm in up with it so I don't know if there's a better way to do it so I had to create different um tracks for when she's up sort of out of the uh, cave out of the oubliette and then I had to do one more for when she was completely out of the oubliette mm -hmm. so it's slightly echoey and then it's not echoey and then of course there's the super echoey mm -hmm. I said it would be nice <laughs> oh. um. <laughs> Such a magnificent thing to listen to. It just it's like it's like a warm blanket in the winter. It lets you know, okay, the cold is over. And now we move on to better things. Yes, that's, that's what John Bell's voice does for it us. It is. It makes us all warm and snuggly. My laptop's making me warm and snuggly, except not in the especially good way because it's burning my leg off. I'm oh, well. so sorry. Um, you, should, you should get a laptop table. I should. Ah, <gasps> uh, here we are. Scott Vinicombe. Scotty the V. He sent when when he gave us his audition for Reese, he um gave us several different like he gave us a little medley of songs. Mm -hmm. And he, he was like um he did the Irish drinking song sort of parody they do in um Whose Line Is It Anyway? And then he's like, uh no, but I really can sing. And then he breaks out in this beautiful song. It was like a chorus of angels. It was like the Virgin Mary and songbirds. That's what it was like. <laughs> it was just perfect. It, it was everything I wanted in a Reese. Scotty Christie totally fangirled over you. She doesn't do that for anybody. I do it all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, everybody fangirled over Scotty V. That is true. I, I totally did. <laughs> but I'm a habitual fangirl, so that says nothing. Yeah. Oh, this episode was the last one I finished mixing because... I know it's the last scene too, but like, I, um, I'd put all the the lines together, and then it occurred to me as I was putting the episodes, um, when I was putting the scenes together in the full episode and everything, I hadn't put any sound effects in it, and so, in the span of like 
four hours I put all the sound effects in. It was ever so much fun. Now this scene here is the continuation of the original short story written by uh, Alicia Oshner. Yes. It, Brilliant um, writer. Brilliant. The This episode is the last bits of um, Reese and Osh's actual lines from that because I lost the planner I had all her um, all the uh, the short story written on which really makes me sad because it was so funny yeah it's funnier than I could ever do maybe someday uh, you'll find it again we yes. should always hope and pray <laughs> oh yeah so the sound effects for um for Reese's bed are um, the same sound effects I used on the ship I just sort of played around with them like messed with the levels a whole bunch so it's the sound of a rocking boat. That is the sound of Reese's bed. And you would never have guessed. Reese is always rocking the boat, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. My favorite thing about Reese is his obnoxious, like, ego. Every well. woman loves me. <laughs> I don't know if he was originally like that, but that's how Alicia made him. And from then on, he's been awesome like that. To me, he was he was always a little bit egotistical, just because he yeah. knows he's pretty. He's a very pretty man. <laughs> but not so pretty that you're like, ew, it's Legolas pretty. More like, oh, I'd like to be with that man pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I, wasn't very clever It is all. kind of an obnoxious prettiness, because I, 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 I wouldn't do that to a character. Well, he is the Gary Stew. There always yes. has to be a resident Mary and Gary Sue Stew. But everybody is in this. I love it. It's true. Everybody has their own little agenda. It's all for love. And, you know, conquering places and whatnot. You know, it's weird that love is such a strong thing in my storyline, considering... Considering that you can't feel it. Yes, I have no love for anybody. She's a robot, you guys. I am a robot. Chrissy's a robot. A uh, robot. Robot, robot. Oh, naughty places. Naughty places was was a um, a uh, an ad lib by <laughs> Scotty V. No way, really. Yeah, it was originally. It was um, something else. Uh, a way Vital to regions. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it wasn't naughty places, or maybe it's just the inflection he had that made it just seem so original. Again, ad libs are good. Yes. Also, if you can't tell by the echo in their voices, they're in a really, really, really big room. Because um, the Narol Manor takes up a large portion of this little inlet that the island is on, and uh, I don't know, isn't an inlet? It's probably bigger than that. Anyways, so the yeah. map is up on DeviantArt if you care to look. Yeah, I'm gonna put it up on the actual website too. Um. Or have somebody put it up, I mean. Um, <laughs> huge room, because the Narol family is really freaking rich, considering it's comprised of Asha and her papa. <laughs> less family members, less money to spend. Yep. And Although, not the greatest idea for inheritance and whatnot. As long as that girl gets married off. Except for some odd reason, uh, because of a mix of like how Alicia wrote it and how... I wrote it. Uh, her dad doesn't really seem to want to give her away to anybody. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you run a sovereignty. Or maybe he's just really, like, greedy about his money and he doesn't want anyone to have it but his dear little girl. I think a certain line in, I believe, the next episode really makes that shine through. 
<laughs> oh, the, the the sizzle that I used. Um, I, I was looking through my sound effects library, and I had like French fry sizzles and um, various electric sizzles and uh, barbecue sizzle. So I went with the French fry sizzle. It worked very well. I could just <laughs> feel the skin peeling off. Poor Reese. Poor Reese. His poor jewels. <laughs> I use the same freaking. Oh yeah. So the sound effect I have for like the rustling in the bed, um, it's about two seconds long. I used it for credit, and I used it for Reese, and I used it as much as I freaking could. And I love the choral accent. <laughs> I used the choral accent twice. The angelic choir. Yes. I, I was very fond of when Asha trips over Reese. And then there's the... It's so obnoxious. Oh, yes. Foreshadowing, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. How's that foreshadowing? I have no idea. She doesn't have two pretty green eyes anymore. Well. Oh, hey, that's the end. Yeah. Well, how about that? Looks like we killed enough time. Wow. Well, hope you enjoyed the commentary and... No, no, we've still got two minutes left of this. Oh, well, shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying, because the credits roll on. You did this again. I know, I know. I, <laughs> I guess I, I just I just stopped liking talking to you or something. I know, I know. I, It's just, it's 30 minutes long, so thinking of everything we have to talk about, it completely misses our mm -hmm. brains. Um, do we have anything else we can, like, comment on? Nothing that I can think of, honestly. I think this right. episode, it's really moving things along. Cool, because it was kind of done in a mild rush, because I wasted, like, a month, two months, which I shouldn't have done. What have we learned? Never do it ever again. There we go. Good choice. I get to play catch-up now. <laughs> I help you have fun. Now, what are, when you when you named Thorsair, were you were you somehow thinking of Corsair? Because it sounds very Thorsar. Yeah. No. Um. Captain Thorsar. Uh. I had just been reading Vinland Saga, which is a comic strip about um, Vikings. Vikings. I introduced it to you. Yes. And they had several Thor names in there, and I just really like the name Thor. Oh yeah. So Thorsar and um, Irjolis are both very Norwegian in names. You are right about the Thors thing. There's Thorful, Thors, Thorfinn. It's because Thors, they're god. It is true. <laughs> so I had more bloopers and I was gonna put some at the end. I just didn't have enough time because I had done this in such a rush to um, put them in. <laughs> I like the very sedate yar that John gave yeah. us this week. So. It's very seductive. Yes, anyway. That is all and thank you so much for listening guys. Bye bye!